Hi, this is Eric Darbyshire with Adventures with Eric. And today we are going to listen to Chapter 20, Part 2 of Wishing Wells. Last week, Eric and Spud went to a solarium with Mrs. Smythe Jones, where Eric managed to bring home 86 cents from the wishing fountain. Here we go. As Mrs. Smythe Jones dropped me off, she told me, I hope you had an educational day, Eric. There really is more to life than comic books and silly spy games. Maybe you will begin to appreciate the finer things in life and gain a little culture. Sometimes I felt like adopting Spud. Even though he seemed to be doing okay in his home, his mom sure could be weird. Waking up the morning after the trip, I had a deep need to tell everyone of my good fortune. Katie, Spud, and I ended up down at the creek, and I told them of my wish. So I wished that I could have some of the money in the wishing pond. Next thing I know, I have fallen in, and 86 cents ends up in my shoes. You, you can't keep that, Katie said with conviction. Why not? It came into my shoes accidentally. It was, wasn't like I stole it, and it was my wish. When you take money out of a wishing pond, you are taking other people's wishes. You may end up with someone else's wishes. That's why you can't take it. Oh, gee, I could end up with a million dollars or a new car. Or a new boyfriend, Spud added with a chuckle. Ugh, I never thought of that. Or a new baby sister, Katie added. Do people actually wish for stuff like that? Hey, I resent that. A boyfriend and a new baby sister are two of my better wishes. Katie said half-jokingly. I don't believe it. My wish came true and I have 86 cents that I never had before. You better put it back. You will end up with somebody else's wish and it won't be good. Stolen wishes never are. You have to put that money back. And she said it like she meant it. Having forgotten about Katie's theory, I accidentally bumped into Mike Pearson in Dutchie's general store. Mike looked at me with his eyebrows raised and asked me, Eric, how come you hang out with those weenies? You're a cool guy. Why don't you join our gang? Moving quickly in the other direction, I said, ah, Thanks for the offer, but I happen to like the weenies I hang out with. The offer is open. If you want to take us up on it, come to our hideout. I think you know where it is. Uh, okay, is the last thing I said as I tried to get out of the star store and far away from Mike. I went directly to Bernie's home where everybody was hanging out. You guys will never believe what happened to me. Yes, you're probably right. Did you find a school teacher with two left feet? Or let me guess, uh... Bernie was mentioning with a light-hearted guffaw when I interrupted him. No, Mike Pearson wants me to join his gang. You really weren't kidding, and we don't believe you, Scott stated, so I informed them of what happened. Always a master of stating the obvious, Bernie says. I think it is a trap. They don't want you to join their gang. They want you to go to their hideout so they can do unspeakable things to you. The rest of the group agreed with this statement, but not Katie. I think it is the wishing pond money. Somebody wished to be in a gang or something, and this is the, res is the resulting wish coming true. That is spooky. Something like this can, can't happen as a coincidence, Spud said. You have to take the money back. Hope you didn't spend any. 
After giving it some thought, it all fell into place. The wishing pond was the only thing that made sense. How will I ever get back there? I have never been that far from town before. I'll see if I can convince my mom to take us back. You're going to have to show a deep interest in plants, to the point where she feels she has really done something by exposing you to the solarium. Oh boy, I have to study plants, I sarcastically said. Katie took me to her home. Her mother had a large garden and many different types of plants. Katie explained the problem. Her mom seemed to understand the whole wishing well and stealing other people's wishes thing. I guess that's where Katie got the idea in the first place. She helped me learn things about different plants. I learned things like what an annual, perennial, and variegated is. I hoped it would be enough, as Spud's mom sometimes didn't let us pull the wool over her eyes. At Spud's house, I casually let remarks go within the hearing range of Mrs. Smythe Jones. Isn't this a variegated plant? Oh my, but those annuals are looking tired. I sure did appreciate going to the solarium. It has changed the way I look at the world. And it had changed the way I looked at the world. I might actually make an effort to use wishing wells because of this experience. You know, Eric, we might be going back to the solarium next weekend. And if you promise not to engage in any of that tomfoolery, we could take you. Oh, that would be wonderful. I can hardly wait. This makes me feel so much better. As I finished saying this, I noticed Mrs. Smythe-Jones was looking at me as if I was acting a little too enthusiastic. I finished off by saying, I just really liked the experience. Waiting for the next week to pass seemed to take forever. I had put the money from the well in a small bag and was constantly checking to make sure it was all there. There was even a time when my parents were going to the store and wondered if I wanted to go. Normally, if I had money, I would jump at the chance. But it didn't even cross my mind to use the wishing well money. It was very clear in my mind that this money wasn't mine. My luck held out and I got to travel to the solarium with Spud and his mum. This time I didn't try reading comics and just let Spud describe them to me the whole way there. I got carsick anyway. When we got there, I kept trying to get to her to move quickly onto the wishing pond, but she believed it was necessary to show me everything in more detail than the first time. My hand was sweating from holding tightly onto the money. Finally, we made it to the wishing well. Katie had instructed me that when I returned the money, I couldn't make a wish on it as it had already been wished on. I unclenched the coins and threw them in the well. I was hoping beyond hopes that Mike Pearson would stop wanting me to join his gang, but it wasn't a wish. The coins made a large splash. Mrs. Smythe Jones said, Eric, if you're going to throw more than one coin in, you should throw them separately. You can make a wish on each one. It is a good thing to throw money in this fountain as it is used in a charity to help troubled kids who have migrated to a bad way of life. Well, maybe the money would end up helping Mike, Pe Mike Pearson after all, for he seemed to have migrated to a bad way of life. After I had returned the money to the well, Mike never ever mentioned that he had inv invited me to join his gang, and I sure didn't try to remind him. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this. Please join me in two weeks' time when we will hear Chapter 21, Recess.